Hello and welcome to Western North Carolina Original Music, Episode 3. You know what usually happens on the third episode. I'm kind of nervous. This week we have Billy Martin for a one-on-one episode. We're going to be hearing some of his songs and he's going to be talking about those songs, talking about the songwriting process in general and talking about his life. And sometimes he's going to be talking about all three at once. So let's get right to it. And here's Billy Martin.
Fickle Words is a song I wrote about my first love and our breakup. And uh, she ended up cheating on me. Not like really physically, I guess, but emotionally. And, you know, she broke up with me. And we kind of had like this weird ebb and flow of, you know, like, I just want to be with him, but like, I still love you. And like, we were having this really weird back and forth, um, trying to get back together kind of thing. And Fickle Words is about how all of her words and what she was saying to me was like basically just you know fluff and trying not to break my heart even more which was <clears throat> counterproductive because it was just doing that very thing and uh yeah it's just a song about me having this hope that was you know uh not gonna work out that's kind of what I got from it. Like it felt like uh, when you're in that, there's a there's a time when you like want to be some, with someone, and then it's kind of fading, and you're like, I don't want you don't want to be in that in between place. You want to be with them, or let me just go. Let me yeah. you know, let me move on. You, you know? Yeah, I just I just wanted her to stop lying about shit, you know. Yeah. And it was like that for like nine months. It's yeah. just like the oh, most torturous time, thing yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, and whenever I finally felt like, you know, okay, cool, I can let go of this, she'd like come back with the hey. I'm just like, stop. (laughs) She'd know. She'd like, like, you know, I saw him the other day. He looked pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) She was like, it's like, I I still have a boyfriend, but you know, hey. Yeah. God.
Getting Hopeless is kind of, you know, the same theme. I, I wrote those two songs back to back. Romantic Hopeless is kind of just like me, you know, there's, there's the, the term hopeless romantic. So I put my spin on that quite literally. And um, <clears throat> it's basically just me doing everything I could and trying to be like, I basically had this idea that if I could show someone how much I loved them and like really make them like grab onto that and just be like, wow, you know, no one is ever going to love me this fucking hard. Mm. I should just drop whatever and, you know, be with that person. Um, it's a stupid way to think. It's really immature. Yeah, as we all know now, that's the as worst we all, thing you can do. You're just like, come on, <laughs> I, but I love you, man. Right. And, uh, you know, that song is just basically about me pouring myself into this thing that was stupid. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of an experience we all have to go through. We're going to hear more of this in just a few minutes, but first I just want to thank everyone for listening. And also I want to encourage everyone to go to the artist's website, their Facebook page, their Reverb Nation page or Bandcamp page, and listen to their music, make comments on their music, and also uh, just like send them um, an email or otherwise contact them and just let them know that you listened to their music and you enjoyed it. I think that would make a big difference to a lot of people. Today's episode is brought to you by Stamps. No website, just regular stamps, like you get from the post office. In fact, you might already have some. Check that one drawer. I bet there's some in there. Stamps. Just regular stamps. Hi, this is Ben Mackle as Threadbare, and you're listening to Western North Carolina Original Music. changing 
Ransack is a song I wrote about girlfriend numero uno, and uh, I basically just, this was the night I figured out <clears throat> she was cheating on me. I went home to pick up my stuff, because we lived in the same apartment. She was like, I don't want you living in here anymore. I was like, I pay rent too, my name's on the lease. And she's like, get out, this is my place. So I went and lived with my parents, and that sucked. I was like, fucking have a house, I can't live in this sucks. <laughs> so I went and uh, I went to go get my stuff back, and um, she had changed the key, so I had to break in. Um, so I broke in through the back, and I was like sitting there waiting, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna be like, mm, give me my shit back. And uh, she left her computer open with the, her Skype open and stuff, and I was just like, you know, I shouldn't, but I'm gonna do it anyway. So I like looked through her conversation with some friend of hers, and uh, 
she was like, yeah, like I've been seeing this other guy and like, I don't love him anymore. And like, it just like set me off and mm. I just destroyed the apartment. Just like completely, I didn't break anything. She, she said, you know, back in the relationship, she was like, if you ever get mad and break my stuff, just don't break my blender. So <laughs> I left the blender alone, but I tore down both shower curtains. I really wanted her not to be able to shower until <laughs> she went and bought some shower curtains right, right. and. I texted her after the whole thing was done. I was like, "I like the uh, I like the mixture of rage, but also really good planning." Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, what can I do? I'm tearing in the shower. Yeah. She can't wash. She'll have to go to Walmart, but it's late. <laughs> yeah. She won't want to do that. She'll be. Yeah. I like that. So I texted her. I was like, "You better stay at this guy's house because your fucking house is a mess." And then she called the cops and stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. um, I was far. I was gone. I was out of the situation. Mm. You know, not that they didn't have my name and texts on whatever, but. Yeah. Uh, friends were like you're definitely going to jail man i was like no nah, it's my house too just destroyed my house yeah. um but i tried to break this thing i made for her and i couldn't because i'm such a good craftsman right <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. i was maybe like 21 i was probably like 20 <clears throat> and i was playing a cover song closing time by semi-sonic mm. and it was this shady ass dive bar no one was even fucking paying attention to me i'm just like up there i probably sucked mm-hmm. um and like Right at the end of the song, where it's all like, time, you know, um, the power to the whole place went out. And I was playing acoustic guitar and everything just went down and I was the only sound and everyone just like stopped ignoring the fuck out of me and they were like, this was cool. This was kind of like an act of the universe here. And I was just like done. I was like, all right, you got to get the fuck out now. And the bartender was just like, no, they're not leaving. I was like,
everyone's going crazy Makeup directing I'm the puppet on the string Here I go I'll for you because you're my everything Man, I feel like these this this theme is you know really bad here it's like oh this song is also about this girl um crazy stage <clears throat> one of the lyrics in the song is um uh shit it's like take my hand let it go this it's like i'm the puppet on the strings and um basically my vision for this song was like she's like behind the curtain with these like puppeteering like handling strings and I'm just like on the stage dancing around like trying to appease her and um you know being a puppet all I know is the stage and my puppet master so like they're my everything in the world and you know I dance and do what you want because you know I'm just waiting hand and foot trying to you know make sure that our relationship and our bond is remaining uh strong and so that show is just kind of about me being a tool but I feel like it was a powerful song. I feel like it's pretty good. Um, your songs, like, do you, are you thinking of different arrangements with them? Do you do you write most of them not just for acoustic guitar? Are you thinking other instrumentation too? Yeah, uh, mm. a lot of the stuff I do, I record all by myself, and I'll have like drum tracks, and I'll get I'll get the electric guitar in there. And, like, uh, there there are a couple songs I wanted to play today, but I was like, oh, I can't fucking play those. Like, I, I can't play seven guitars at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of my music I write in like thinking I'm going to have a band eventually. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have this band and they're going to come in and play all my music and it's going to be fucking awesome. And it's, it's just me.
And the forest spoke to me As it dropped its dying leaves It said good things come with time All it takes is time So it seems that all our dreams are nothing more Than drops in the ocean This was pre us dating, and um, I'll say. Let me just, uh, just for uh, historical purposes, fickle words, romantic, hopeless. You're out there. Those are all written about the same girl. Yep. We'll call her Girl A. Girl A. Or Alice. Call her Alice. Alice. Follow your heart is written about Girl B. Yep. Beatrice. We'll call her. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ransack. Or Girl A. That's Girl A. Okay. Alice. Crazy Sage. Girl A. Okay. And live out loud. Girl A. Alice. Also, mostly about Alice. Yeah, man, my life is. Just... Her name's not really Alice. Is no. It? Oh, okay. It's, it's good though that most of these songs were written like you know, two years ago in that time frame when right. it was going on. <clears throat> um, but this is kind of a different theme for her. This was a more happy, like courting song, mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to the whole "fuck you, you broke my heart." Um, so. That song, Live Out Loud, was basically like me moving and kind of combining elements. I had just moved to Asheville and in Florida, I didn't really fit in with anybody and I was always trying to be someone else to like be like, oh, like me. So I moved up here and I made friends just by being who I am. And I was kind of just like, fuck, that's so cool. I can just be myself and people will like me for that. As a matter of fact, they will like me more. Um, so that happened and then I met her while this was all going on and that song was basically just like, hey, you don't like me because you're just having some stupid doubts. So if you can just like live out loud, which was some kind of weird way of me saying like, you know, uh, just YOLO. But <laughs> yeah, um, that was basically just me being like, I am who I am and girl like me, please. And uh, that's pretty much the elements there.
Take Me to Love is about um, girl C. I mean, she might even be like girl F at this point. But um, Call her Francis. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> girl F. With the E. I met her at Farm Burger. Um, she was a, I don't know if she still is or not, but she was a waitress there. And, uh, Farm Burger. Yeah. <clears throat> girl Farm Burger. And uh, I met her. She came up, and I guess she thought I was pretty attractive and whatnot. And 
like within two or three days, I was like absolutely fucking in love with this girl. It was yeah. just like full blown, like, oh my God, I have not felt this kind of like emotional tearing in years. And um, she was just like the flakiest person I've ever met. And uh-huh. like, just like, I was having anxiety attacks like every day because she was like, no, I really like you and I really want to see you, but I can't because I'm weird. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, what the fuck? So eventually like we hung out and it was awesome. And I was like, yes, this is like, the person I'm going to fall in love with and like be with forever. And then like, she just fucking disappeared off the face of the earth. And I was just like destroyed by it. And, um, that song I wrote was basically just like, you know, putting all those elements together and being like, you know, man, I hope I met this girl and I really hope that she can take me to love because I haven't been there in a long time. Hmm. And, uh, she did. It was very momentarily, but you know, Hmm. it was pretty powerful. Yeah. Uh, so you say she disappeared. Have you seen or heard from her since that time? No, I can't go to Farmburger anymore because like I have a mini panic attack whenever I walk by. So I'm just like, fuck, I really like that place. I can't yeah. go there. It's stupid. If you're gonna, if someone's gonna hear one of your songs, they're only ever gonna hear one of your songs ever, once. What do you want it to be? I'm torn between two of them. It'd probably be a song of mine called. Um, what the fuck is the name of that song? I think it's called The Sadness. Um, and uh, that's one I wanted to play, but it's kind of got parts in it where if I didn't have another guitar playing, it would just drop out and sound like dog shit. But it, uh, I feel like it's really powerful and has a lot of meaning and kind of just like outlines from maybe like three years ago to like right now. And it's kind of just like a, a compilation of like all of my feelings and how I've like gotten to a point where I feel pretty resolved. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, that one's on my SoundCloud. Okay, that was our first one-on-one episode. I think it went really well. I want to thank Billy Martin for helping out with that. Made it really special. I want to remind everyone to look up the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash WNC Original Music and search for WNC Original Music on iTunes. And look out for more next week, another one-on-one episode coming up, and even more after that. Thanks. Bye. I really am a horrible person.